Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today's guest is Dustin Stevens. Dustin is a writing tutor and he is the CEO of Good English Tutors with over 10 years of teaching experience in writing. Dustin wanted to ensure that his students not only thrived in their current grade, but also beyond it. He wanted to help students thrive in a world where skillful communication and literacy create countless opportunities and to connect parents with transformative one-on-one learning with caring educators. In this episode, we talk about how Dustin has provided support to homeschoolers and parents seeking other forms of independent learning throughout most of his 10-year career in education. Also, how student publishing is one of the most underutilized tools for generating greater student motivation. And lastly, how you should not be intimidated by the idea of student publishing. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what Dustin has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Say hello to our guests and tell us. What's a fun fact about your industry that will really surprise our listeners? Hey, sure. Thanks. So thanks so much. First of all, thank you so much for having me on the program, Bex. I'm really excited to share what I've learned and what I've experienced about student publishing. One thing I've seen that's really surprised me as an online writing tutor who was originally a teacher is that so many students have a very low view of writing. And what I mean by that is I think they've gotten accustomed to taking a writing, submitting it into a bin, receiving it into a bag, and returning it into, you know, another bin, like a recycling bin or a folder. And I think one of the facts that comes to mind is that that mindset can be changed by parents and teachers, and we can really influence that in a powerful way. Wow. As you were saying it, I literally was watching like that transaction happening and how, like, as, as you were saying, I'm like, wow, how like devaluing is that? Like Mm -hmm. you're, you're writing and you're submitting it. And like, what I actually heard you say was like, I'm a, I'm a student publisher. I help students publish their writing because Mm -hmm. I yeah. value what they're saying, what they want to say, and I mm-hmm. value their voice and the world needs to hear. Like I literally, yeah. in the, in that little bit, like I, I heard it, you, you made it so visual and that's probably yeah. why you're an amazing writer because you were able to make that visual to me. <laughs> like I heard it mm. perfect. So that's amazing. That's a skill too. Like that's a, that's a really mm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So I, I haven't learned it yet. I'm still in the midst of learning how to do what you just finished doing. <laughs> so what inspired you? I mean, I, I could probably guess by the visual you gave me, but what inspired you to do it? Yeah, that's something I've been digging into for years. And I've understood more about my motivation. One of the things is in middle school, I was in a class it was Mrs. Hamer's class was her name. And oh, wow. she was a she was a little quirky. You know, like I would borrow a piece of paper from her and she would say, make me apologize to the trees and things like that, which isn't, I guess, a bad idea, right? It makes students aware of that, where it's coming from. Um, but one thing she did so well is she made writing meaningful. And I really believe that is what's missing for so many educators 
for so many students and for so, so many classrooms. And so the way that she did this is she had us write oftentimes collaboratively and not only the writing, the writing itself was that collaborative, but also she allowed us, she gave us a platform to share our writings in front of the class. And for me, this was, this was magic. I remember standing in front of the classroom. It was a little nerve wracking, you know, but it, she created a very supportive environment. And I remember writing this story. And as the plot unfolded, I saw my peers listening. I saw them engaged. I saw their expressions change. I saw laughter follow. I could see that they felt, they imagined my words had impact on them. And this is something you just don't get. Students don't get this when they're just submitting their paper to be graded, when they're a little bit nervous about, you know, that grade, the feedback they're going to get. Are they going to make the grade they need? How's that going to impact the, you know, you know, their life when they get home and their, are their parents going to be pleased or not? This was about something different. Yeah, we were still graded, but It was about creating art, putting effort into a craft and sharing that with like-minded peers. Wow, that's pretty intense. Like, have you written a book? Uh, No, I I do writing in my curriculum and I do some guest blog posts, but I haven't written a book. I feel like this is, it's very coming, it's coming soon. I don't know, like, as you were talking, I'm like, there's just a bunch of wisdom there, like that needs to be put like in a book and like an audibly booked, like an audible book, like where we can hear your voice. Cause your voice has like passion and understanding and you, you make your, you're very articulate in the way you talk and you're, it's very clear to see like a young kid standing in front of the classroom. And mm-hmm. like, I, you had me seeing it. Like I was literally mm-hmm. in the classroom with you, like Mm. side next to you watching the kids laughing and like that's pretty amazing that is really cool so what inspired you to start doing all this like what gave you that that launching pad yeah it's been a process so it started off with just realizing I could have a lot more impact with my students one-on-one and then the question each week sometimes each day is okay how do I tweak things a little bit to improve it, to get more of an impact with my students, to get the the results that I'm looking for to have that impact that parents are looking for and the students are looking for. And that's what eventually led me to, you know, changing my curriculum so that it there's reflection built in, so that there's pro, it's project focused, so that it's genre focused, you know, different types of writing are needed for different types types of writings, right? Different genres. Academic writing is very, very different than types of creative writing. And uh, and then eventually I, I started having conversations with my students about, hey, like it, it really they started bringing it up. I want to share this. And, and I realized, what are we doing here? You know, like we're, we're, you're putting all this work into your writing and it's just staying on your hard drive. Wow. And we're, we're, passing it by and the whole purpose behind writing if we go back to like the Sumerians or the Egyptians is to communicate with people is to share our stories is to get across the information that we need we need it's 
it's as social or should be at least as social as speaking, right? Most people aren't just speaking to themselves in a padded room without it being recorded, right? You might have some things to get off your chest, but for the most part, communication is, is meant for others. Wow. You're like, as you were talking, you like really inspire me because I teach physics and and biology and I have my students write scripts because they need to like, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting way the way, uh, I, the way I format the class, they have projects they have to create from what they've learned. So they have to start writing a script out and each piece of their script is basically a reflection of what they learned that day and how they're going to apply it to a real world problem that I give them to solve. And they have to focus everything towards the solution. So every time we finish a lesson, they have to go in and revise that script over and over again and add things back and forth. So at the end of the day, they, they create a video of what like they're, they're the cause this is the, this is the, my problem. This is my solution. I'm looking for, and I, I make it like a shark tank kind of thing. So they have to like actually oh, cool. learn finances and like, what does it take to actually get there? So anyways, but I'm literally listening to, I'm thinking, wow, what can I do to go to the next level with that? I was like, and make it even mm-hmm. more meaningful than them just putting it back in their hard drive. Where like, can I connect up with like, You know, like you're giving me like these food for thoughts, which is amazing because you're right. Why just leave it in their hard drive? Why just leave it there? Mm -hmm. It's so important that you're right. They're doing all of this work. Mm -hmm. That is, that's so powerful. Oh my gosh. Like, what was that moment that you came to that realization? One of my students said, I want to publish and we looked at a few options. And since then, I've, I've collected kind of a database of different contests and things. But then I realized the most important type of sharing is one where she's being recognized for her, how she's improved, how she's grown as a writer. And I had that information. So I realized that I was the publisher and then I needed to create a space for that. So and and as I've, I've delved into a little bit of the research on this, I've realized that there is such an impact that being, being able to share our work among peers is so meaningful. So I think sometimes when we hear student publishing, it can be, feel very intimidating for parents. It can feel intimidating for educators. But the truth is, it's actually not hard to create a space where people can share what they've written with others. And that's, that's the heart of this. And the research shows that it's a powerful motivator, even for those who don't consider themselves writers. Um, And it really, and I've seen this anecdotally with my students time and time and time again, um, or maybe case studies would be more accurate because it's just like something that's repeated with my students they put more effort into revision and editing. It increases their confidence. It brings out their very best writing. This is all supported by research. And it, it really helps also to develop a sense of audience and element of voice. And there's a lot of other benefits as well. Wow. Wow. So with um, publishing and everything, like how does that work when they connect with you and they're part of your, your sessions, what does it look like? What's the process that they, that, that they would go through? 
Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. So I do a lot of, I aim for higher order thinking skills, first of all. So we focus on understanding some of the writing concepts through analysis and identification first, and then evaluating the quality levels of different sample writings. And then we move on to creating and creating with, you know, several different types of I use a lot of readings in my, so responding to readings or literary analysis or uh, creating an argumentative writing for opinion piece or something like that. So as students work through that, we get closer to the end of the unit, which is the project. And within the steps within each project, I invite students to publish. And the, one of the options is to publish on our blog. And the blog isn't just this static, you know, static blog that's out there. It is actively used in the curriculum. So instead of using sample writings, I have students go to other students' writings to read it. And so that effect of what, there's this great book called uh, Influence by Robert Cialdini, I think his name is. And uh, he talks about persuasion and the power that our peers have over us. So I realized that it's so important to for students to see someone within their grade level or with similar interests, really enjoying the publishing process and really putting their heart into their writing. And that just makes them want to do it as well. Wow, that is fantastic. So you have like a space where they all can go and like look at other students who have written and then they can have samples oh my gosh that is like that's amazing how did you think about that like how did you come up with that it just evolved about since 2021 so you know I had this one student and then I realized okay this needs to be something core to the curriculum because it's had such an impact and was so meaningful to her and then I just saw that it was meaningful to other students as well Okay, so as a teacher, now I'm going to ask you teach. I'm going to ask you teach the teacher because this came to my mind, and I was like, yeah. "Did you have you come up with any kids who have plagiarized?" Uh, it happens occasionally. I, okay. It is it is surprisingly rare. And one of the benefits that I have as a tutor is I know they're writing quite well, so I can spot it like that because I'm yeah, working one on one with them. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Cause I was like wondering, I know for my students, when I, whenever I, I give them like another student's like work, I, I remember one kid, like, I remember looking at his video going, that looks so familiar, you know, yeah. and I, I had to go back to it. I'm like, I was like, you literally just copied it. Like what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, but then there was other students that, that actually gave them a great framework and gave mm-hmm. them a great blueprint yeah. because they didn't want to copy. They wanted still to be very, you know, authentic, but they just needed just, just something yeah. to be like, to give it, like it's to take it from the abstract to yeah. more concept, to more conceptualized. That yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. That's amazing. So thanks. how can our listeners connect with you and get a resources? And, yeah. 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 One thing I'd say is, you know, don't, don't be intimidated by this idea of student publishing. You can find places that well, will accept student authors. For example, our website does. We're open to the students that we tutor, but then we also open it up outside of that. And basically our goal is just to publish uh, students that have 
put in an effort that have taken it through the process and that are demonstrating improvement and interested in their growth as a writer. So our website is goodenglishtutors.com. And then if you click more from the homepage, there's an option to publish. I think it's at the bottom of that list right now. And then students just submit their writing in a two-stage process. The first stage of that process is they copy and paste their own writing. They write a quick author bio. Usually the best thing is to uh, mention their connection to the topic, their interest in it. And then the second is for parental consent, um, as a lot of our students are you know, in grades one through 12. Uh, that's been an important part of the process. We do reach out to parents once the parental consent is uh, once we receive notification of it and we just verify that they've agreed to that, to, to wow. submit the writing. Yeah. That's fantastic. I love that, man. I've learned, I've literally today, I've been interviewing a lot and I've literally have learned so much from every single one of you. I'm like, I have a montage of stuff that I can like add to my own arsenal now. Like you guys are amazing. So as we're wrapping up, what is one takeaway you want our listeners to get from our conversation today? Yeah, I would. The, the main thing is, I think it's very important to change the paradigm here, right? We don't want students just to keep keep doing this process. You know, building up to a project is different. Building up to a project that is going to be shared um, where you're, you are keeping some of those writings, those practice writings there. It's kind of like, you know, practicing for a big soccer game, right? You're, you're still, you're, you're going to play the game, but you're doing the drills and everything beforehand. But it's very important, as I've seen, for students to be able to share, to really be recognized for the work that they do. And so however you can make space for that, whether it's, you know, in a physical classroom, putting the writing on a bulletin board, sharing it informally with the family, having like a portion of the night or Friday nights or something where they can read it to the family and where you can provide some constructive feedback but really encourage them for what they're doing like and and encourage n- note the improvements that they've been making that's that's one of the most important things and to continue to encourage them to enjoy sharing their writing because it it is such a powerful motivator that we need to use as educators and parents awesome yeah i i just i have to agree with you like just help them with the improvements i teach i think i said it already i don't know physics but a lot of my students were very timid coming into class because they were just, I don't know, like, I don't want to get this wrong. And I remember I t- even biology, even my biology students, and I've actually had to tell them like, you're, it's okay for you mm. to get it wrong. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> I, I absolutely don't think that you're supposed to know like this stuff. Cause if you did, I don't think you'd be here. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, if we could just like be logical on it, like you're fine. Like that's why I'm here. So I can help you navigate these waters. So it's, it's really okay if you're wrong and probably not really being wrong. It's just, you just need to shift your mindset. That's really it. Like just, oh, is that what it is? Okay, cool. Now I learned. So like, I've actually had to give him the verbiage. Like, yeah, when you don't know something, it's like, just say to yourself, oh, I'm learning. And like, that's actually helped my students understand. Like when I do give them feedback and revision, that they don't get like so upset. They actually now, I actually, it was really cool that they've been handing their projects and all the kids are watching their projects 
And I've asked every one of the students to give like helpful feedback and have the mindset of, I'm not telling them this because they did something bad or wrong. I'm telling them this because I want them to get a hundred in the next, mm. in the next phase. Like I want them to be the, become the best version. And then you see all the kids typing in like, please, I would love to get a hundred. Tell me everything, everything. And, and then they're like, they want the feedback. So I think you're right. It's like, we really need to help shift the mindsets, yeah. break those molds of like, you know, uh, either that writing is boring or like, it's just something you do to check a box off in your educational journey, but that it's, it's, we're really giving them the opportunity to practice their voice before they're actually out there in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And they will rise to the occasion. I've seen it time and time again. I've seen students right at, you know, like college level, like really put in serious effort to their writings that, that they're taking pride in when they're sharing it and when there's purpose behind it. And the other thing I, I wanted to say too is it's so important to challenge the perspective that writing is just something we do to get an A on an assignment. The truth is, if you really think about it, writing is the bedrock to the society in which we live. It is what is behind all different forms of art. Not every form of art, but a lot of it. Videos, comedy, so on and so forth. It is the, the, the permanent communication that has driven us forward as humans, right? It, it has been the way to do that. So students, when they have a low view of writing, need to hear that. And they need to hear that writing is not the small thing that you've been led to believe that it is. It is, in fact, the bedrock that you're now standing on, the technology that you enjoy, and the whole world around you has been, in large part, driven by that form of communication. Wow. Dustin, thank you so much for today. I mean, it's been a pleasure having you on. You're an amazing, you know, speaker. I, I can't even imagine what your writing is like. <laughs> like it's, you know, and the, and the kids and the students who are with you are definitely, you know, more than blessed to be being taught by you. So thank you so much for just sharing your expertise and your wisdom. It's been a pleasure having you on today. Thanks so much, Bex. It's been great to share this. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.